What's up, guys? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, Basketball Tuesday. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Thanks, as always, to TopNotchOds.com. If you guys like taking advantage of rollovers, or excuse me, bonuses, <laughs> uh, that's what we're talking about today, is the rollovers. If you guys like taking advantage of bonuses on your online sports books, you got to check out Top Notch Odds because for all their bonuses, the rollover that you always have to pay to get your money out is far, far better on topnotchodds.com. Sometimes two or three times better than other websites. So check them out online, topnotchodds.com. Put in promo code SHARPEDGE and uh, you could get up to a 200% deposit bonus. Online, topnotchodds.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. Edge. All right, so on today's show, going to go over some news in the NBA over the last week. Uh, just things that are worth noting that at least uh, you should be no- that you should know for handicapping, whether it's this week, next week, or the future. Uh, news story number one: Anthony Davis declining his option with the Lakers. The Lakers were able to uh, give Anthony Davis a uh, an extension or at least offer him an extension on the 7th, which is today. Uh, it's six months since the deal has been done, and there was a six-month restriction from giving Anthony Davis an extension with the Lakers until today. So today came, Lakers offered Anthony Davis a four-year, $146 million max extension, but they were informed by his agent, Rich Paul, which is also LeBron's agent, that he was going to be hitting the free agency market this July. Now, everybody in the league expects Anthony Davis to stay with the Lakers. Matter of fact, the latest public odds I could find for this, Anthony Davis was minus 500 to be with the Lakers again next season. So it's not as if anyone's really expecting him to go. They're just going to renegotiate, restructure a deal, and they're not going to put it on his plate or his agent's plate this season. He wants to focus on this year. And the Lakers... I mean, they offered him because they could. I think that was more of a gesture. They understand that he's going to renegotiate this year anyway. And I mean, how much does it help that it's LeBron's agent that's pulling the strings here with Anthony Davis as well? So, I mean, I'm sure AD's best interests are the forefront of the conversations, but it, he's, he's going to play with LeBron for at least a couple more years. So that's known. But as I said, Anthony Davis, minus 500 to be with the Lakers next year. Everyone in circles around the NBA expecting him uh, to be back and the market expecting so as well. It'll cost you $500 to make $100 that he's back next year with L.A. All right, let's move on to Zion Williamson. He is participating in five-on-five drills. That happened this week for the first time this season. Well, obviously since he got hurt. But uh, Zion expected to be back at least six months, or excuse me, six weeks away. Now, they said no timetable has been set on his return. They were just not trying to rush him back, let him ease back into it. But there are also other sources saying uh, a month is unrealistic, but six weeks is probably the earliest we can expect Zion back. When he does come back, believe it or not, a lot of people think Zion is worth up to a point right now for his team. So New Orleans upgraded one point when Zion comes back, and he did resume.
resume five-on-five drills this week. Other injury news, Blake Griffin out indefinitely after undergoing a left knee procedure. Now, Blake Griffin only appeared in 18 games this season. In the 18 games, 15.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 35% shooting from the field, all lowest marks of his career. So it was known he's kind of battling a little nagging injury. He's going, he's undergoing uh, season-ending uh, surgery and, and there's going to be a rehab period, so on and so forth. Uh, Blake Griffin, what is he worth to Detroit? Two and a half points is the consensus. Some say three. The way he's playing this year, though, I definitely shade it to, to a two and a half, if not two. So keep that in mind when handicapping at least this next week. The market will eventually adjust, but maybe you'll be able to get some value uh, if they're not accounting for all the points because he has had a bad season so far, but he's worth more than just the stats. He's a glue guy. They like him in Detroit. Blake Griffin out for the season with an injury. All right, uh, news here. Trey Young and Luka Doncic invited to participate in the NBA three-point contest. Uh, This is a big deal because both those superstars were brought into the league the same year. And as a matter of fact, they were traded for one another during the 2018 draft. Luka Doncic was drafted by Atlanta. uh, Trey Young drafted by Dallas, and they flipped on draft day. I would say Dallas clearly won that trade. Now, that's not consensus. I think a lot of you listening like Trey Young. I understand you've watched him since college. But the thing is, I'll take a guy like Luka Doncic every day, all day. He's much more versatile. I like how he can shoot. He's a much better finisher and driver than uh, Trey Young. And I just think he's a better teammate. He's 20 years old. Trey Young is 21. I mean, look, everything points to Luka Doncic being the future of the league, and everything points to Trey Young just being another good three-point shooter. I love Luka Doncic. He's averaging 30 points, 9.7 rebounds, 9 assists this year, 33% from three-point range. I mean, this guy is unstoppable. He should participate in the three-point contest. That's not confirmed yet. It is confirmed, though, that Trey Young is... uh, counterpart for Atlanta will participate in the three-point contest and the skills competition. Uh, I love Luka Doncic. I think he's... I mean, if you talk about what Luka's worth against the spread right now as a 20-year-old, it's four and a half points. Trey Young, one point. So that should tell you a lot right there. Uh, But those two set, at least, they're expecting them to participate in the three-point contest. All right, uh, last night, and this is our last piece of news, and last night... I was pretty pissed off after the Pelicans and Jazz game. I had money. I bet the Pelicans live, and it was a really close game. I money-lined New Orleans. They ended up losing a close one. But the last play of the game was Brandon Ingram driving to the basket. He tried to lay it up and seemingly was fouled. No call was called on on the floor and the game was ended. Now, the coach of the Pelicans was arguing to review it, look at the play. The referees actually did look. It looked like they were looking at the play at the end of the game, but then they came out and said it was not reviewable, and they weren't able to do anything about it. The game was over. Well, today, the NBA came out and said the last two-minute report, which they do for every game, was filed, and they did indeed miss a foul on Rudy Gobert as time expired against Brandon Ingram. They acknowledged that Brandon Ingram should have been given to foul shots after that uh, foul. And again, Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry was not happy with it at all. Uh, And look, 
the game comes down to it. It's close. I'm not complaining for my bet. Now, I wasn't happy. I mentioned to you guys I had a bet. That's fine. You win some, you lose some. This is more about the NBA. If they're putting in any rules, which there are now, you can you can challenge and review fouls. You can challenge and review a lot of calls in the NBA now. So the fact that they say under two minutes, there's different rules and there's rule changes, fine. If you want to do that as a, as a league, that's okay. But they have to allow themselves some wiggle room. So if something happens like in last night's game, they can review a foul at the end of the game, get Utah back out of the locker room, and finish the game the way it's supposed to be finished. And look, it's either one way or the other. Have the fouls or have the reviews and completely go in or don't it's ruining every sport whether it's football basketball soccer hockey reviews are just completely fucking things up 100 percent royally fucking things up so the nba this is another example of how technology seems to help 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 but when it gets down to it does it really and it didn't last night they had the opportunity to look at it but because of some weird rule and clause they couldn't look it up last night utah gets the road win so uh i just think that look if you're gonna go all in if you're if you're gonna implement replay like all the leagues have done at this point you gotta do a better job of actually following through with it so all right, that does it for today's show. Um, if you guys want to uh, give us a uh, rating on iTunes, Google, wherever you do listen, we appreciate the ratings and reviews on there. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. 